The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> Wow, you're on. Are you building like a mummy costume or no, something? No, I just, I forgot to bring the Kleenex box, so I had, to, I had to roll up a bunch of toilet paper. It looks like you took the entire roll off of the roll of toilet no, paper. No, <laughs> not the entire roll, just a good portion of it. Well, it's it's one ply. I have to do a lot of blow. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Please take that out. Please do not take that out. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. I'm still battling the cold, but I think I'm a little bit better today. You are a little bit better. I, I can tell. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit more with it and uh, existing in the world right now. <laughs> but um, doing better. Doing better? Doing better. That's good. Yes. It is, of course, perfect timing mm-hmm. since we'll be on camera tomorrow. <laughs> it couldn't be more perfect timing. I know. Yeah, because what you want to do—that's how you want to present yourself to the world. Is right. Like, I'm the sick guy. Hi, I'm the guy blowing my nose <laughs> while I'm on TV. You can do it. You held it together all during the day yesterday, and we were there for like four hours, and you didn't blow your nose once. I well, well, only like once, but you weren't coughing or anything. No, I did. I got away without coughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll do my best. But if it happens, it happens. I'm just going to be honest when we're on on the show tomorrow. I mean, yeah. you know what? What can you say? If you're sick, you're sick. I'm still going to be there, but, but it's like... I mean, you're a human being. That's what happens. I'm human. People get sick. It's cold Shh. outside. I don't want people to know I'm human. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. He's a robot. Yes. That's I never I get meant. sick, and I'm never incorrect about anything. Never, ever, ever. Ever. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It'll be fine. Yeah. I am really excited, though. I am really nervous and excited. Yeah. Like, it's like, like my stomach is just flipping mm-hmm. over and over again. Well, we're starting a new job. I know. I mean... I know. Oh, I know. It's kind of crazy. And I woke up this morning and like the way that I deal with stress is being like really cranky. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, <coughs> oh God, I just cough. No, you're just doing that because I was doing it. It's, it's subconsciously you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You don't have a cough. You're fine. You're a picture of health. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I woke up this morning and like, I'm like, why am I being so bitchy? Like everything, like, you know, everything was just bothering me i'm like oh it's because i'm nervous and that's how i respond by you know like taking it out on the world taking it out on the world (laughs) why is everyone so awful (laughs) everyone's out to get me oh god Um, i'm just i'm so excited and i haven't had this new job pit of my stomach feeling in a uh long time well and this is kind of a new venture too i mean we've both done on camera stuff before but this is a you know this is a different take on it this is a different this is definitely... It's different. It's some, I mean... I haven't done anything exactly like this before. Me neither. I mean, when I was doing television, you know, I did live TV for a year, and so, like, there was, you know, absolutely no room for mistakes or anything, which mm-hmm. was fine. I got used to it, but all I had to talk about was traffic. Yeah. You know, it isn't like, oh, well, here's a whole bunch of content, which I'm actually going to be more comfortable talking about content than traffic, but... Um, yeah. But still... It's exciting, though. It's really exciting. I yeah. Mean, but you know... You know something about me. Yeah. And, uh, listeners know. I've talked about this. Yeah. I have a pure fear of public speaking. Yeah, I know, which is so weird that you have that because, I mean, I you speak to a lot of people. We have quite a few listeners. I know, and I sing uh, karaoke. Yeah. I'm not intimidated by that. Yeah. I'll get up, like, stone cold sober and sing karaoke. See, but I, but that's that I can understand more because that's like being in a band. It's more just a performance. Like, you mm-hmm. know what you're going to do, and then you just do it, and if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But yeah. this is, uh, yeah, we're, we're, it's a different, different animal. I see. I like it. I really. I enjoy public speaking, and I enjoy that fear. You know what I enjoy? Um, I enjoy this feeling right now. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy it. Like I'm, like that excitement slash mm-hmm. like everything. Like I, I love pressure. Yeah, and that's what I feel like I work best underneath it, and it is. I think we both do. Yeah, because yeah. I, I like that too. I like the pressure of it, and you know what? And quite frankly, too. I mean, if we 
flub something, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and plus it's not like we're having to do it solo either. So it's the two of us will we be have there. Each other. We have each other there. We're obviously obviously used to each other. Yes. So uh, so yeah, I mean I think it's gonna be fun. Yes, I'm nervous about it, but um, I'm more excited than nervous. And it really it's, is baptism by fire too, because not only are yeah. we doing our first show. So I guess for people that don't know, uh, in case you're unaware of this, or you're just, this is your first show listening to Fun Employment Radio. Um, we are uh, launching a show tomorrow on trailblazers.tv. Which is a subset of NBA.com. Yes, it is. It's uh, part of the NBA, so we are officially, I guess, employees of that the is NBA. That's so weird. Somewhere in there. So, oh, my God. Um, and uh, it's going to be airing at trailblazers.tv tomorrow, Friday. At 4 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be live, so you can actually log on there and uh, interact with us while we do the show. Because we'll have a text message box, so if you mm-hmm. want to write things to us, um, we'll actually be able to see them right there. Yeah. Which is something we're excited about because... I'm really, we, yeah. Yeah, because we love podcasting, but one of the things, you know, in radio that you could do is, like, talk to callers and, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. in, you know, get emails instantly, you know, in real time. And this is an opportunity that we're going to have with this new venture. Yeah, and which actually... All of you out there that listen to Fun Employment Radio, if you uh, if you are available to log onto the computer and go there at 4 p.m. and even if you just want to log in and say hello to us, that would be that would be cool. That would be awesome. If we you guys are our friends. There, yeah. You know, you you're the friendly faces. You guys are our friends, and we're we're really well. I'm speaking for myself. Greg is fine. I'm really scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I am, but it's a good kind of scared. Uh-huh. I like this kind of scared. Hey, Greg, you know what this is, though? Oh, <laughs> look at that! What is that, Sarah? We did get our um, official. Portland Trailblazers key cards yesterday. Oh, with our terrible Horrific pictures. Horrific pictures. Oh, my God. Could I look more, like, stoned in you this? You do. You look like you're completely high and very happy about something. Like you <laughs> well, just I was very happy, but yeah. not stoned. You look like you've just, like, ate pizza and watched a Cartoon Network <laughs> marathon or something of anime. Well, we do, you do know I do not smoke the pot, but it, no. in that picture, it really does <laughs> look like I do. Well, and I look like I just got done skinning someone in my picture. <laughs> really like, my hair is all over the place. I've got this weird grin on my face. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but I was, I was just... I was just happy, but I know, so turns happy. out my happy looks like serial killer. Like I don't think my smile could be bigger <laughs> in this picture. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean it's it's so cool having those though. Yeah, it's, it's neat having a trailblazer. So also, um, the cool thing is, is that if you are in Portland and if you're not doing anything tomorrow afternoon, mm-hmm. you can actually come visit us on site. I mean, we can't yeah. like I mean just like watch us or come and have some beers, like watch you know whatever you know pregame thing is going on in the bar. It's going to be at Spirit of Seventy Seven. Yep, Spirit of Seventy Seven. Used to be American Cowgirls. <laughs> did yeah and greg played a show there once when it was I, american cowgirls I, I did play a show there yeah it was uh it was quite an interesting show um timmy ryan's going away party but uh yeah so come on down i mean it's open to the public you know it's a cool bar they're gonna have a bunch of specials going on too and, yeah. um but yeah and we'll be down there you know we'll probably be in show mode so we may not be very talkative but after 5 we, p.m we can totally after talk. we get done yeah oh my yeah. god greg do you realize that it's 24 hours from now that like at this point right now we're gonna be doing we'll the be show. going on have we announced what the name of the show is going to be? Should no. we do that today? Yes. I think we should. I think we should. I think we should announce what the name of the show is. Let's okay. wait, though, a little bit. We'll, okay. we'll talk about it later on. Okay. But yes, there, there is a, genius. The name of the show has been decided. Uh, the Trailblazers Brass has... Uh, wow, it's just weird to say Trailblazers Brass. I know. And, wow. Um, I'm yes, sorry. If we're seem so giddy, I'm sorry. We have been just... Just for the record, also, if you don't know, we have been unemployed for a year and a half. Yeah, well, like I mean, and a, we appreciate everybody, you know, supporting Fun Employment Radio, okay, and it's yeah. it's going it's going well. And you we know, love this. Like, this is not going to go away. This isn't going away, and all of your support means so much in purchasing, romancing the spammer albums and T-shirts and all that stuff, <laughs> uh, donations. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this is like a, a job job. Like, it's mm. 
I don't know. It's... Like a like a, like a parking pass job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A parking pass. So it's something that we haven't uh, experienced for a while. But I, I, you know what? I'm just excited to go do it. We'll do what we do, and we'll do what we do, that's, and, and that's and that's all you can do. Yep. Do our best, and uh, yeah, I'm still see how it goes. Out what I'm going to wear tomorrow. I've been thinking about that too because I, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I want to wear, wear something, of course, that I don't sweat through. Yeah, that's true. But we have talked about my new special deodorant that I bought, right? I think we yeah, have. I think you mentioned it. It's starting like, to work now. See, but why does it take days to work? Because it has to build into your system. It has to kill all the insides and the sweat it glands. It has to, yeah, your... block all of your sweat glands slowly. Yeah. So yeah. it'll just balloon out. <laughs> all that sweat's got to go somewhere. This is why I don't understand how this thing works. It's not like a pill that's making you stop sweating. Like you're putting this on your armpits to block the sweat glands. Like kill them at the... I haven't noticed any other area being particularly sweaty. So I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> but I think I'm going to wear... I have like this light green, like kind of vintage button-up shirt thing. I think I might mm-hmm. just wear that. It's like the seafoam green. Might as well go balls to the wall because that's how I dress in life and I can't... Yeah. I'm just weird. See, and I'm going to wear gray. Yeah. Because I wear gray and black a lot. There you go. Blue too, are but... You, uh, are you going to wear your hat? Uh, I don't know if I want to wear my hat though. Um... It's just, I I've been see thinking you, like, about that. I know I see you so like I see you, you know every day and like eighty five percent of the time I've known you, you've yeah. worn a hat. So it's always weird when. Although I in see the summer I don't, I, summer I don't wear the hat because it's too hot. But, That's true. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should wear the hat or not. I don't know either because I don't want people to think that I'm bald either. <laughs> You're not bald. Well, I know so that. Why would that matter? Well, I don't know. And there's nothing wrong with anybody who's bald too. I'm not saying anything like that. But it's just you know I'm. I've got hair. All right, Greg, I think you need to put something on your Facebook page right now asking if people think that whether or not you should wear your hat tomorrow on the show. All right. All right. I think you should take a poll. Okay. Take a poll. See what's, see what's happening. All right. I will put something up on there. But, and, um, and yeah, as we're saying, so we're going to be doing the live show tomorrow, 4 to 5 p.m. at Spirit of 77, which is at 500 Northeast MLK. So come there, it's, and it's during happy hour. Cool. Yeah, and I know they're going to have specials and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely come down if you're if you're available to come down after you get off work or whatever you're doing. Or even if you don't work and you want to come and have, yeah, they have like what was it like dollar bush ice or something? I it's something yeah. like that. Yeah, I and th- we're not ju- yeah we're not um, jurisdicted. We're not controlled by the FCC or the LCC. So fuck both of you and uh, come get dollar <laughs> beers. There you go. There you go. Hey, we're on the internets. We're on the internet. We're the rebels. <laughs> you can't control us. <laughs> um, you can only hope to contain us. <laughs> I just really said that. Yeah, you did. I know. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, but yeah. So, so yesterday, I'm, I'm sorry. We're very excited. So we're going to talk about this. This is this yeah. is our lives. This so is what the like- show is about, and you know, this is what we what we talk about. So yeah, yesterday we went down there and uh, finalized a few things, went over some stuff, signed our contracts, signed our things. contracts. Yeah. yeah. So we were there for got our key cards, probably three hours or so, three, four hours, something. Yeah. A long, a long time in trailblazers headquarters. And mm-hmm. everyone there is so nice. They are. They're so nice. It's kind of, it kind of throws me off. It throws me off too, because I haven't met that many new people in one place in uh-huh. a long time. Like even working in radio, you know, like you only, they're only like five or six people to meet, you know, down yeah. the, like the, the production the dungeon, area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Dan took us around and introduced, it, introduced us to a lot of people and yeah, they are. They're all nice people. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it kind of weirds me out. And like, like, are you guys all, all androids? What's you know, going on here? You know what? You can always tell if a hap- like what a happy office place is, mm-hmm. how many doors are open. You know what? In Blazers care, yeah, headquarters, every yeah. single door is open. Yeah. Every single, and it's not a requirement. Like, you could see them, like, close their doors, like, if someone's making a conference call or something, but everybody talks to everybody, and all their doors are open, and everyone was just warm and friendly and, like, welcoming. Yeah, and that includes all the high, high up people, yeah. too. I mean, they're just as warm and friendly and have their door open as everybody else. 
And can I tell you that uh, the bathroom there is one of the nicest bathrooms I've ever seen? Yeah, the, the men's bathroom is pretty really? nice too. Yeah. Oh, there was a hilarious thing. So uh, in the women's bathroom, uh, you go inside and you know it's like all it's like immaculately clean and really pretty, and um, you know there's like soft music playing, and you walk up to the to the sink. And there's this giant blue thing. It's like almost a gallon of Listerine with a pump on it. Oh, that's cool. And with like little cups next to it so you can get Listerine. There are also like all kinds of like um, lady products and everything, like all nicely stacked. Like anything that you would need is just sitting in there. Okay. And so, so I use the facilities and I'm leaving. And I hadn't noticed it when I walked in, of course, because it was on the back of the door. But there's this huge picture of Nate McMillan. On the back of the bathroom door, and it's him with his hands, you know, on his on his waist, like his um, you know fist balled up on his waist, like like looking at, and kind of scolding, uh-huh. and he's just like, "Where do?" You, and it says on top of it, "Where do you think you're going? Turn around and wash your hands." <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna get a picture of it at some point, but it made me laugh. <laughs> that is, yeah, but we were in a hurry to go get to him. I'm like, crap, and I didn't have my camera on me, so I'm like, okay. I'm going to get that sometime. But it made me laugh out That's loud. That's awesome. And then somebody walked in like as I was staring at it and I'm laughing. And then I think she thought I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this weird girl that we've never seen before <laughs> laughing in the bathroom to herself? Laughing in the bathroom by herself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they're already going to think we're weird. So that's okay. Oh, I know. But yeah, everybody there. So cool. And um, so anyway, yeah, we, we went through all the meetings and did all that stuff. And then we were getting ready to leave. And I think this is what like completely solidified it for me that – it was pretty The trippy. surrealness that we work for the Trailblazers is we're getting ready to leave and right there in the lobby, oh, I don't know, NBA legend Terry Porter just hanging out. Hanging out in the lobby. Like, like chatting just... with everybody. And like coming, coming in to go to work because he works for their, he works for the Blazers too. And it's just like, I'm sitting there seeing. Hey, Greg, and, uh, Terry Porter is your coworker. <laughs> I know. This is so weird. Like, I mean, I just sit there thinking about, you know, growing up. I mean, I remember my parents taking me to Blazers games when I was like eight to watch Terry Porter, mm-hmm. Terry Porter and Clyde Drexler. You know, the the Blazers. It's Terry Porter. His jersey's retired in the rafters. <laughs> He's got like all time records, and uh, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> You're getting a little flustered. I know it's just weird because <laughs> we were walking actually because we were getting ready to head out and we're like Greg and Dan and I are sitting there chatting da, 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 and like Greg saying something and then he just looks over he's like oh and there's Terry Porter right over there and like, <laughs> I'm walking I'm like wow <coughs> I'm like I'm not gonna make a big deal of that I'm not gonna make a big scene I really wanted to go up and shake his hand but I didn't do it <laughs> I'm sure you'll have another opportunity for I know well what I'm when I'm really gonna freak out is uh, if and when we meet Jerome Kersey too oh that was my favorite blazer Jerome Kersey. He works for the Blazers, too. Uh, so anyway, yeah, seeing Terry Porter, it's just like, okay, wow. Yeah, we work for the Blazers now. Yeah, um, Yeah. so then by that time, because we had, yeah, so we were there, and we were there for a long time, which was mm-hmm. awesome, and just shooting the shit and hanging out. And then by that time, we were both starving. Yeah. Oh, and we should say, too, we were going to go to the ground control reopening. I know. And apologize for that. This, this meeting just went way too long. We just couldn't get down there. Yeah, because we had our uh, media bowling last night, too. Yeah, yeah. the final one. <laughs> yeah. So, so we headed out from there, and we, we ran over to get some – ran over to Burgerville just to, like, get some food because, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we were starving. Like, I was starting to get woozy. Yeah, me too. And uh, – Ran in there to get food, and so so we got that stuff. Because we were going to get in the drive-thru, but it was, like, too long, so we're like, fuck, yeah. we'll park and, like, go and wait in line. It was a lot shorter to just, you know, go in there and order it. Yeah, and so we get it, and we, we come back out, and Sarah was driving, and there was this red truck parked right behind her in the parking lot. Not parked, but, I mean, it's in, like, the, the driving area. Yeah. But it had parked itself, blocking you completely in. And it, they were still sitting in the car. Like, there yeah. this huge red truck, lights on, 
engine running, just sitting there, and they watched us walk to the car, uh-huh. get in the car, turn it on, had my backup lights on, and they still didn't move. No, and then I, I turned around, and I started looking over there, trying to figure out what's going on. There was a woman in the passenger side that was kind of looking over at us, and I kind of threw up my arms like the what, you know, come what on, move. Yeah. And, uh, and then I could see through to the driver's side. The woman that was driving was standing there making out with some dude in the, mi- oh. in the middle of the parking lot. Make it out with him. See, and I didn't see that. I was just like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? No, like, she stopped her car there to block everybody else in so she could make out with some dude. And let me tell you, these were uh, some classy ladies. Oh, wow. Classy ladies. And, uh, and I'm just like, what the hell are you doing? You can't block people in so you can sit there and make out yeah, with your dirtbag boyfriend. Yeah, I didn't see them making out. I was just like, what is this person doing? Oh, yeah. And so then, of course, you, if you're not getting any response by making arm motions, you start honking. Mm-hmm. So I started laying on my horn. Yeah. Just like, move. And then, yeah, what do they fucking do? And after they finish blocking us, they drive right into the drive-thru. Yeah. So they were blocking us in there the entire time. And meanwhile, they were just going to go to the drive-thru, which they could have done to begin with. I mean, yes. it's a much slower line. I'm sure she could have mm-hmm. slowly idled and made out with the guy as they moved along. I felt sorry for her poor friend who's in there. Yeah, the friend did seem kind of apologetic. And I, I felt bad for her. I didn't want to yell at her. But it's just like, come on. I know, and she did. I mean, but like, what kind of friend, you know, has to. I mean, that sucks if you're like having, you know, sitting in the passenger seat and like your buddy who's driving is like, oh, wait, hang on, we've got to park so I can like suck this person's face for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and you're just sitting there awkwardly in the passenger side. Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. It was, it was a bit annoying at that point. Yeah. And plus, I hadn't eaten, so I was, uh, I tend to get a little bit, I get cranky myself. No way. Yeah, it's That's true. just, those are I lies. Know. Never. Um, but yeah, so we went from there. Um, what a crazy day yesterday. So went from there and then, uh, yeah. Media bowling. Went to media bowling mm-hmm. for our final final night of media bowling. Where we, we played against a computer, just like in Jeopardy. We did, yeah. So the other the other team wasn't there. I don't know whatever happened to them yeah. that we were supposed to play against. So yeah, it's just us playing against ourselves. And yeah, this computer, I don't even know how they come up with like the scores for whatever the it was showing up like maybe the other team's average or yeah it was weird because every single like we were playing against you know a four-person team but each one had mm-hmm. the same score and every um every thing that they did it was a, a spare and three yeah or no three and a spare three and a spare three and a spare yeah is that what it was mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it was so weird the point I didn't was understand it. to 772 which is a pretty high score for four people yeah well that's including their handicap though but it was just i don't know i'm confused i don't even understand what you're saying to be honest all i know is that i did find out brenda pointed this out to me that i have the highest single game handicaps handicap score in the league i I bowled a 293 no one else has topped it it's probably partly because i have like a three (laughs) three hundred and fifty handicap but um (laughs) I do also have the highest handicap in the league. <laughs> that doesn't but nonetheless, matter. <laughs> I have the highest score in the entire league. You know what? It doesn't. I don't see you getting. You know, the making paperwork about you having the highest handicap. All I see is them saying you have the highest score. Yeah. See, there we go. That's I have the, the highest score in the matters. league. I bowled a two ninety three. Two ninety three. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm. I'm kind of kind of miss media bowling. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We've made a lot of new friends, and it, it has. It's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm maybe reaching my bowling peak oh see i could keep bowling yeah i I mean it was a good time definitely i was uh, i will admit i was a little apprehensive when we first started it because not that big of a bowler but um i did have a lot of fun and everybody down there was really cool Mm -hmm. like bowling leagues are fun it was a good time Mm -hmm. and then afterward um yeah ended up watching the rest of the blazer game which was awesome yeah with some of our newfound friends with Mm -hmm. bill bill i love bill bill is awesome bill is like the coolest dude ever he is he is. And so, yeah, hung out with Bill. Like, he's way too cool for us. I don't know why he hangs out he with us. He is. Yeah, he's kind of above us. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, um, Bill is like a big music industry guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's pretty awesome. He is. He's pretty awesome. Yeah, so he's kind of slumming it with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hung out with him and then went over to another place and grabbed grabbed a, a quick drink. At that point, I was getting really tired. So, mm. um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. It was indeed good fun. It was just a, like it's one of those days that's just nonstop, like from eight o'clock yesterday morning until like yeah midnight. I don't think it's going to be until I would guess Sundays when I'm finally going to like calm down and relax and mm-hmm. like be able to look back and be like, wow, all that happened this week. Oh, we released an album. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like that seems like it was months ago, but no, that was just a few days ago, which is <laughs> still available like- on iTunes and CD Baby. The Romancing the Spammer album. If you'd like to pick it up, I think you, I think you want to pick it up. And tell all your friends about it. Yes, um, but yeah, and then the place and stuff. Just, just wow, surreal week, mm-hmm. and all good things. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, did that, and then last night though, I did have some more weird dreams. What did you dream about? Okay, it's gonna. I'm trying to think how to describe these dreams. I mean, it's weird, and I, I didn't have a fever again. Like I'm, I am on the mend, um, but uh, but I'm still having those weird sick dreams. Okay. So. This was an all-night dream, and I don't remember all the parts of it, but there was like a multiple days were happening, and different things were happening each day. But one thing that happened every day, I was at my parents' house towards the evening, and every day at the end of the day of my dream, a whole bunch of giant birds would come, and they'd kind of just... They weren't really flying. They weren't even like really flapping their wings. They just hover, and there were you know hundreds or thousands of them, all spaced out about. And you could just see them all like on the horizon. Uh, no, they were right above me. Okay. And so they were all like spaced out about ten feet apart, and then they were about thirty feet high, maybe thirty feet high, and they would um, just kind of hover there for a minute, and then they'd all collapse and die. And crash into the ground. What? Like what? And you'd have to of- like walk away from. And they were giant, like a giant pelican the size of a car. And like a seagull the size of like All butters. All kinds of birds? Yeah. Like seagulls and pelicans mostly. So these giant pelicans were the size of a car. The seagulls were like the size of butters. So they're like big dog size. And then they would, they would just hover there really weird and creepy and like looking straight ahead and then just go bam and crash right into the... Did you have to the, like avoid to like not get squished by them? Yeah. I mean you had to be really careful. That's weird. Yeah. It was really weird. So I, I don't know what that had to do with... Okay. So that, that was part of it. So that just happened every day. And we all knew what was going to happen, but we'd all be standing there watching it happen. And then on top of that, for some reason, I was – this is so weird, and I have no idea what's going on in my brain. I don't either. I'm, I had, I'm kind of weirded out by the giant dead bird thing. Oh, it gets weirder. So that was part of every day. Also part of every day, I was house-sitting for someone. I don't know who. I never met the person who I was house-sitting for. Mm-hmm. But I was there, and there were some other people that I've never met before that were also there kind of explaining what goes on. And so at this house – this this is really making me sound crazy. Um, they had cats, but they had to the cats had to be kept in the freezer. So there were little freezers around. Now these cats were fine; they weren't like being frozen or anything like that. Like it was more like a like a crate or something like that for the cat. But the cat had to be in the freezer. And you open the freezer, the cat's perfectly wrong fine. With you? I don't know, but you had to be careful because if you open the freezer, the cat will get out and it'll run all over the place. And then you have to catch it. And so, so I had to be really careful. And then it got out one time and I tried to catch it. But it was declawed so it couldn't scratch me. So I had to tackle it and put it back in the freezer. Which was its home. And then there's one more thing that happened. Oh, God. So the one other thing that was consistent in these dreams like each day was that while I was house-sitting at this house, there was a, there was a problem at night because these little, like, like uh, I don't know, like elf-type creature things 
they were only like maybe like maybe a foot tall, maybe not even that tall. Like Barbie doll size or something? Yeah, kind of like Barbie doll size, but they were always hunched over and they'd sit there and they'd crouch and they'd put their arms on the ground and they'd crouch and then they'd run around and like cause, like destroy stuff. And like they weren't, they didn't try to like harm you, but they really tried to like ruin your day. So they'd like break things and I'd have to put things together and then the little elf things would like, I'd see it out of the corner of my eye and he'd pop out and he'd go over there and break what I just fixed. Like he'd break the curtain or something. <sighs> And then you got to watch out for the cats getting out of the freezer. I probably shouldn't have just said this no, all. No, no. Some things you're supposed to keep in your head. No. I'm telling you, that was by those were my dreams. Now, someone interpret that and tell me what all that means. I did have a dream inside of a dream last night. Really? It was weird. Yeah, I've never done that before, actually, because it was like... I dreamt, for some reason, all these, like, sorority girls that tortured me in, um, you know, in college, not tortured me, but just, like, kind of rude to me in, in college. Okay. Like, they pop up in my dreams, and these girls are, like, people that I don't think about in life, but to, I guess my subconscious, like, still hasn't gotten over it, my subconscious, whatever, still hasn't gotten over it, because, like, these same sp- particular girls, like, this group of, like, six or eight girls will always pop up in my dreams, and this one was, like, where it was, like, some sorority reunion, and but we all were, like, it was in the water and everyone was just like swimming around and like, like the tables were floating in the water and people were all like leaning on, you know, the separate tables, like having conversations while I don't know. It was weird anyway. So I was doing that and then ended up falling asleep in my dream. And then there were these two other girls that I went to high school with that were in my dream inside of a dream as well. And we were in like this, I don't know, like this crate kind of thing flying through the air over, um, like over what looked to be like London or something like it was like really foggy and like because I just saw Harry Potter on Sunday so I'm thinking this might be it. oh yeah okay so All like right. so it's like you know a city and it was beautiful and it was like over like rivers and you know lights shining through the fog and we were just like flying through and there were these things flying in the air like next to us and stuff it was really trippy and so I dreamt that then I woke up and I was sleeping on a couch in my first dream. And then the other two girls were sitting on chairs, and then we had talked about how we all had just had the same dream. Like, did you just have that dream? And they're like, yeah, and we were, like, flying in the thing. And then they're like, those things flying next to us. I'm like, yeah, this is so trippy that we all had the same dream. And was then I like woke Inception up the, or something? Yeah, well, and then I woke up from my actual dream, and it was just weird. And then did, were you questioning whether you were still in the dream? No, not really. I don't know, but in my, in my first dream, I really thought that that was reality. Like, I was really confused because I had fallen asleep in that dream. To have the secondary dream of where I thought I was in Harry Potter. That's so weird. It was really weird. I've never had a dream inside of a dream before. Because actually, I remember falling asleep in my dream. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. That's that's really yeah. weird. That's no cats and freezers and giant dead birds, though. <laughs> they were alive at some point, but then they always die. They crash. It's really weird. It's so vivid in my mind, too, exactly how oh. it was. Like, I could draw it. I could draw it and show exactly what it looked like. It's creepy. That sounds creepy. It was really creepy. So you'd have to watch out because they're like the size of cars. They could crush you. This is Fun Employment Radio. Um, should we... Uh, talk some balls? Yeah, let's do a little bit of ball talk. Let's do that. Let's, let's change out of the... Uh, yeah, out of the crazy. Yeah, out of the crazy. Mm-hmm. Right, we're not crazy. <laughs> Ouch. That's, that's, Ouch. That's a little loud. It's a little abrasive. Just like ball talk. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Yeah, I'm starting to get it back now. I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> oh, 
Portland Trailblazers last Woo. night uh, won their sixth game in a row, beating the New Orleans Hornets, and in doing so, actually moved into a tie for fifth place in the Western Conference standings. So the Blazers have the longest winning streak in the NBA right now. So they're, they're pretty much the hottest team in the NBA. That's awesome. It's very awesome. I wish they would give us a job. I know. Wouldn't that be cool if we could work for them? God, that was, that'd be so cool. Yeah, we could only dream. But, uh, yeah, so the Portland Trail Blazers, uh, six-game winning streak. So congratulations to them. This was their last game going into the All-Star break. So the All-Star weekend is, is starting tomorrow. And actually, the show that we're going to be doing is going to be pre-rookie sophomore All-Star game, mm-hmm. which is uh, which actually one of the Blazers that's participating in, the only Blazer that's participating in All-Star Weekend, Wesley Matthews, yeah. is going to be part of it, which I do keep forgetting that he is actually only a sophomore in the NBA. But he's, I mean, he's so good, you would think he'd been there for five years, but no, he's only a sophomore. So uh, yeah, he'll be participating in that tomorrow night, which is very cool. And uh, of course, Lamarck Saldridge will not be there. Because why? I don't know. It, there's absolutely no reason why he shouldn't be there. I mean, he's won. Uh, when you win two Western Conference Player of the Week awards within a month, uh, I think that pretty much deserves a, an all-star. An so, all-star. And that he did something that um, people haven't done before, right? Well, for the Blazers, only two other players have done it. I think Brandon Roy and um, Clyde Drexler, I believe, are the only two that have ever done that in, uh, in one NBA season. So out of the entire Western Conference, he got Best Player of the Week. Twice. Twice, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, but so Lamarck is not going to be there for the All Star game, but nonetheless, Wesley Matthews will be representing. And I just saw something. I guess he he already arrived in L A. now, so he's down there. And um, yeah, so go Wesley. I'm excited to actually watch him play and mm-hmm. show everybody else who doesn't know who Wesley Matthews is how good he actually is, and uh, to show that off. So. Blazers doing awesome. Their next regular season game is against the Lakers, and I'll be talking about that a lot next week. Because, man, I really want to see them beat the Lakers. The Lakers, actually, coincidentally enough, are sucking. The Lakers are doing terrible right now. So they lost to the Charlotte Bobcats the other night, and they just lost to Cleveland. Cleveland, the team that... uh, That had the losingest streak? Losingest streak, uh, yeah, and then finally won won a... One game. I think they've won one game since then. And, um, yeah, they beat the Lakers. So, Lakers, suck on that. So, uh, yeah, Blazers doing great. We'll talk about them more. Um, moving on, it's a potpourri of balls today, so i got a few different random things. There's uh, this that happened. I thought this was interesting. This is, happened in, in uh, Iowa, and it was in a high school wrestling uh, competition, like a tournament that was going on. And, you know, there's a, a lot of places now there are actually girls that compete in wrestling, too. Mm-hmm. And there was this a sophomore wrestler from uh, one of the high schools who defaulted his first round matchup because he didn't want to wrestle a girl. Really? So they're both in the 112 weight pound, uh, 112 pound class. And uh, he said the reason was because his family's beliefs are that uh, wrestling's not how you treat a girl, which... Okay, yeah, you don't fight women, mm-hmm. but this is a wrestling match. It's a sport. It's a sport. She's willing to participate. She's obviously there to compete. She knows she's competing against guys, mm-hmm. um, and maybe she has more balls than this guy does. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying he didn't want to lose to a girl is pretty much what it was. I mean, he didn't want to be embarrassed and lose to a girl. Well, you know what? Then beat her. I mean, that's... There you go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then She's win. asking to, to be equal to treat her as an equal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, she's... She's tough enough to handle it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that I think that looks way worse for the guy to not wrestle her than to uh, wrestle and lose. Well, when I used to um, do pole vaulting in high school, like I would have to uh, compete against men. That's right, because there weren't there weren't that many women pole vaulters. I remember. No, I was the the first one. I was the first girl at my school to do it. And like I would. Yeah. And there was only, I think, 
in our district, uh, wherever we played, there was only one other female pole vaulter. So it was just us. It was just us two girls who I would only see her, you know, randomly when we play our school. And, you know, and I'd always have to go against guys. Yeah. Yeah. Which was fine. I mean, like, I did it because that's the sport that I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I didn't expect any different treatment. Yeah, which shouldn't which, It would have sucked if I had different treatment. Because then well, like, yeah. oh, little girl can't do that. that. Exactly. No. I mean, I think if, yeah, if you want to do it, do it. You mm-hmm. know, and... Yeah, well, no special to treatment. The chick. Grow some balls, little wrestling boy. I know. Yeah. So uh, good job on this girl. She was she was ready to do it. Dude was too sissy. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about that. Uh, moving on in NFL news, there were some uh, NFL Chargers who were in trouble. So uh, I guess some of the uh, this NFL Charger Legadu Nani. I have no idea if I'm saying his name correct or not. We're just gonna say Legadu because I like saying Legadu. Legadu was uh, arrested in downtown Indianapolis on Saturday for public intoxication and resisting arrest after he apparently walked through a crime scene. So he walked through this crime scene, and uh, he was obviously trashed. And uh, the police had cordoned this off, and they asked him, I guess, several times to go a different direction, just walk around the crime scene. But he refused to do that. Instead, walking through this crime scene and then asking the officer why he was being such an asshole. Oh, jeez. <laughs> trying to walk through <laughs> the guy's crime scene. Uh, at that point, the police obviously smelled some alcohol on his breath and tried to place him under arrest. But he pulled away from them and then tried to run. And they sprayed pepper spray on the guy and tried to get him onto the ground. And he still kept trying to run and ended up uh, kneeing the officer in the side, oh. trying to run away. It's like, dude, give up at that point. Okay, you're not getting away. And then he tried to pull the do you know who I am card, which this is not the only time this is going to come up in ball talk. Uh, So, yeah, tried to pull that card, which really at that point, uh, I think you just try to hope they don't know who you are. That's exactly it. Distance yourself from it. Yeah. And then I guess three of his buddies approached the officer and and, uh, requested that the officer let him go. And uh, and I guess one of the guys said the officer was going to ruin Legadoo's career. Well, I think Legadoo did that on his own. So, uh, yes. Uh, upstanding citizen getting arrested in Indianapolis. I'm sure it was uh, completely wrongfully arrested. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, moving on to somebody else who's committed a few crimes who plays in the NFL. Michael Vick. Mm. So Michael, Oh, he's on Oprah today, isn't he? Well, and it turns out I got that wrong. I guess I don't know whether they were going to be taping it today, but it, the episode was going to air next Thursday. So they were oh, probably okay. taping it yes, yesterday, I think is when they were going to do that. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it was going to air next Thursday. Michael Vick is backed out. He abruptly canceled on her uh, without giving an explanation as to why he was not going to show up. Uh-huh. But there's Did a... Did puss out? Really? That's, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. It's like, wow, really, dude? You're but, really that scared of Oprah, Michael Vick? I know. It's like she's well, not... Well, she's not a dog that you can drown, so... Well, it turns out there was uh, there's speculation that there's another reason that he backed out. And I actually watched this. So when Piers Morgan started his new show on CNN, replacing Larry King... Um, I know this is, you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so Piers Morgan replaced Larry King. And, uh, during the first week that he started airing, he did a bunch of high profile interviews, uh, doing like George Clooney and Ricky Gervais. And he did one with Oprah. And towards the end of the interview with Oprah, him and Oprah made a $300 bet about who could get an interview with Michael Vick first. They, cause they both want to interview him just cause I mean, it's a big story. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be a big get to get Michael Vick on. Well, Oprah won. Obviously, because he was going to come onto her show. Well, I guess what it turns out is that his uh, agents and management are not going to allow him to go on there because of any remote association with any kind of a bet. So, because of his trouble, he cannot have 
anything doing wow, with Wow, he Betsy. found a really good loophole. He found a really wow. good loophole, but I have to give his management I credit. Though. I don't buy that. I, I give them credit credit for being crafty. Mm. I give them credit for that. No, they found they were they were probably sweating bullets, and then there's like, yeah. oh, this is a way we could spin it. That's a kudos to that spin. It could that's be a, very well be. Yeah, that's a good spin. Are you kidding me? But that's some good management though, figuring out how to get out of this thing. But yes, so he that's did back spin. out. Wow. He said maybe he would do it sometime in the future. But uh, Oprah should retort with like, "We'll drop the bet." Like that's fine. What's that? Oprah should just say, "We'll drop oh, no. the bet." She did. She she came out and said that the bet was off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and said that uh, you know the bet doesn't count anymore. So that she she actually put this out on her Twitter account saying she was withdrawing from the bet. But still, he he still canceled. So, what do you know? Oh, uh, I'm going with my first assessment. That guy's a big pussy. Yeah, you probably are right. On I, I love the that fact one. that you like to see the good in people, Greg. But I also can see the the PR in people. Oh, I'm not saying there's good or bad. I'm just saying it was good move on management's it was, part. That is a genius, yeah. brilliant move on yeah. management's Yeah. Oh, no, part. I'm not uh, defending anyone I in this. Even, that's why I was so excited to see that because I actually wanted to see how the hell that's, that was going to transpire. Well, I, I think it would have been one of the biggest interviews that she's oh, had yeah. in a long time. I mean, that would be right up there with the Tom Cruise crazy interview just, because, just to see Michael Vick speak with Oprah. You know, I don't know. But I guess it's not going to happen. Mm. So uh, anyway, Michael Vick backing out. Uh, moving on, Miguel Cabrera of uh, baseball, of Major League Baseball, was arrested for an alcohol issue. So he was, I guess, authorities were driving along and found a vehicle smoking from the engine compartment on the side of the road. And um, I guess what happened was Cabrera had basically kind of crashed his car on the side. He was trashed. The cops came up and tried to see what was going on. And he started, Cabrera started referencing some other person who was not at the scene of the crime. So apparently this, his buddy had taken off. And Cabrera was saying to the police, I'm going to fucking kill him. And uh, the cops were a bit concerned when that happened. Yeah. And at, at that point, um, they said that, you know, the, I think they, they began trying to put uh, handcuffs on him. And he pulled the, do you know who I am card. Again? So that's what I These said. These people this, need some new material. Do you know who I am? And uh, the cops didn't really care, I don't think, who he was. He was just going to be put under arrest. So he kept running out into the road, I guess, with his hands up and then trying to run away. And uh, he pushed a deputy. Um, the, uh, the deputy finally was able to tackle him and get him arrested. But, um, yeah, he, he tried to pull the do-you-know-who-I-am card. <laughs> I wonder if that ever actually works for people. I don't know. I mean, do you think it does? I don't know. I have never heard of it working, ever. But maybe that's why. Because, I don't know a lot of people I mean, I guess say it, that. Yeah. I guess if it does work, we're not going to ever know about it. Mm-hmm. I know we have police of- officers that uh, listen to the show. Have, has anyone ever tried to pull the do you know who I am card with and you? And we won't even disclose who it was if it's some like local celebrity. Like, just let yeah. us know. We'll, we'll, we'll censor it. Yeah, yeah. Change, make up anonymous names if you want, whatever. That's fine. But uh, yeah, I would love to hear if anybody's actually encountered something like that. Or if somebody's tried to pull something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yes, anyway, Miguel Cabrera, they apparently do know who you are now. Um, finally, we have this. So this is one of the biggest stories in sports and kind of all over the place today. And it has to do with um, Auburn University and the University of Alabama. Okay. So those are the two rival schools in the state of Alabama. Very fierce rivalry. They have the Iron Bowl every year. Um, Alabama won the national championship two years ago. Auburn just won it last year. This this year, I guess. Um, and during the Iron Bowl, which is what their annual meeting is, Alabama... Uh, Lost to Auburn. Okay. So University of Alabama lost to Auburn. Auburn went on to win the national championship. Well, um, about, I think this was 
two days ago, or excuse me, it was uh, maybe it was yeah, two days ago. There was a radio station in um, in Dadeville, Alabama, that uh, that was a pro Auburn radio show mm. that this guy ran, and there was a person that called in and said that he had done something to the Auburn campus about uh, three days after after Alabama had lost. So I guess on Auburn's campus, they have this giant tree. It's this giant, uh, very old tree. that uh, oh, It's like, like a historical tree that's tied to the campus? 135-year-old wow. tree that's yeah tied to the campus. It's at this corner called Toomer's Corner, which I guess is a big rally point for Auburn. Like the tree is, yeah, I mean, a 135-year-old tree, mm-hmm. part of the campus, very historic. They, they love the tree. And um, this guy admitted on radio that he had gone there that uh, two or three days afterwards, and dumped herbicide all over the tree and into the into the ground around it. Not just any herbicide, like hardcore, hardcore tree killing herbicide. And he said that on this uh, on this radio show when he called in, he said, "Yeah, it may not be dead yet, but it's dying." And uh, yeah, I'm the one that did it. So of course, wow. when Auburn officials found out about this, they immediately started freaking out and ran over. You know, went to the tree, started digging out the ground, doing uh, samples on the soil, and sure and enough, was it? Oh, really? Oh yeah, this guy dumped hardcore stuff, and because this was so long ago, so that game took place in like November, I think mm-hmm. November, maybe early December. So long enough to where there's nothing they can do about it right now, and it's pretty much the tree is going to die. So this guy killed this 135-year-old tree, this psycho guy. So do they know who the guy is? They did. They ended up finding out who it is. His name is Harvey Updike, and he's a former state trooper. (gasps) Former state trooper, 62 years old. Uh, Apparently quite an Alabama fan. So much so that his two children, he named his daughter Crimson Tide Updike, which that's Alabama's mascot. And he named his son Bear Bryant Updike. Bear okay. Bryant is the famous Alabama coach. Let me just say from me to you, from a woman's perspective, mm-hmm. no woman ever wants to be called Crimson Tide. No. no. Crimson Tide? What yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Crimson Tide? Crimson oh, Tide. That poor, poor, poor girl. Mm-hmm. That is so awful. It is. Crimson Tide? She is known as Crimson Tide Updike. Oh, that just is the, that's the fucking frosting on the cupcake, too. Yeah. Updike. <laughs> Crimson Tide Updike. Crimson Tide Updike. Yep. And Bear Bryant Updike as well. So, so what happened? What, what kind of punishment does that receive? Well, so he's being arrested, and I think they, they're charging him with criminal mischief, which is a Class C felony. So it's punishable by up to one to ten years in prison. And up to $15,000 in fines. You better hope that whoever the jury is or the judge is not a fan of, you know, of, what was the team that he poisoned? Auburn's? Auburn's. Auburn's tree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He poisoned Auburn's tree. And while they're talking about right now that it's actually it's a very good thing he's in jail because people are so upset. And it's Alabama, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're saying that's the safest place this guy can be right now. Because if he were anywhere else, he may not make it out. Mm-hmm. So he's lucky he's in jail. But yeah, he did. He killed this 130-year-old tree. You know, that's like an icon on that thing. And it's not like just any tree. But uh, yeah, so Auburn uh, University, not very happy about this. That's taking rivalry way too far. Oh, yeah. This is what I don't understand. See, and these are the kind of people that ruin this stuff for people outside that don't watch any sports see this kind of thing and think, you know, yeah, it gives everything a bad name. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really, yeah, it's a fierce rivalry, but it's... You're not going to go harm someone or no. destroy property over it. I mean, if you're doing that kind of thing, you're just going way too far and taking things way too... Well, the guy named his daughter Crimson Tide, so obviously he's got a few mental issues. 
Dude. But yeah, I mean that's that's taking it too far. That'd be like naming a small boy like awkward boner. <laughs> like crimson tide. <laughs> that is that is quite literally one of the worst names I have ever heard for a female. Yeah. Honestly, I would challenge someone to find a worse name for a young girl named Crimson Tide. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't dealt the best the best hand. Jeez. Crimson Tide. It's not her fault. She's just wow, how unfortunate. This guy is a class A asshole. So uh yeah, he is in jail though, and uh we'll we'll see what happens with that. There's there's gonna be a lot more that comes out about oh, this. Oh, I would imagine. It's all over the place right now and about things going too far, so who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what else is going to come out that people have done to other universities, too? Mm-hmm. Like, I bet more of this stuff... I bet this stuff isn't all that uncommon, as, as people would think. Like, I bet things like this have happened. I was watching an episode of Beverly Hills Nano 2 and where they kidnapped the other um, college's mascot. Very like similar. That. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Atrocious. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Why, what's that sound? Well, you know what that means. I think I do. Someone very emotional has entered the room. (laughs) Maybe his name's Crimson Tide. Oh, it could be. Hello there, everyone. I'm quite an emotional person. It's the one and only Kenny B. How are you feeling, Kenny? How many times have you cried today, Kenny? At least four or five. Yeah, in researching nerd facts, it was quite a chore today. Really? Yeah. Why? It was a little difficult. It was just there was a lot of information. A lot of heartbreak. I kind of yeah. uh, threw down in frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be a compromised. Do you have to take breaks to spend some time on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Just not enough time in the day. No, not there time. isn't. No, there is. Well, I'm actually coming on to talk about uh, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Oh, oh really? Yes. Everybody knows Audible.com. I'm currently reading, quote-unquote, uh, Unbroken by Laura Hildenbrand, which is about um, World War II. I'm, you're reading this. You're reading yeah, I'm reading it. it. I'm reading it in ears. my mind. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, it's really uh, amazing. I've only gotten a couple chapters in, but so far, I, and I'm a big history nerd, mm-hmm. and uh, it's quite, quite fascinating. And the cool thing about Audible that most people might not know is when you get a credit... If you, you, you have your, your monthly fee when you have the uh, membership, mm-hmm. and you get a credit every month, and you can buy pretty much any audiobook with one credit, and those vary in prices. Like, if you were to just buy, if I was just to buy this book, it would be like 26 bucks, but I only paid the $14 Audible fee to get this book. So, you're mm-hmm. actually, if you become an Audible member, it, there's a lot of great advantages to it. Yes, there are. So that yeah. sounds incredible. And most of your nerd facts actually come from books that you uh, went to Fun Employment Radio, clicked on the Audible link, and uh, got them from there, That's right? true. Which, I, initially, I got a 14-day free trial and a free audiobook, and I was hooked. And that is really the only way to go to Audible is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Audible link from our page. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's no other way. There's no other way. No other way. But if you do that, you get a free 14-day trial and a free audiobook. And if you try it, and like Kenny B, you become addicted. Yep. You'll get a free audiobook every month. You'll be amazed what's on audible.com. Okay. Yeah, we'll work on it. 
Um, Should we do some World of Crazy? Yes, World of Crazy! I, it's like all like scattered and weird today, so uh, yeah. just like my mind. Yeah, I'm feeling and my little... life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I forgot Roger sent in some more clips that he cut out. I think you'll all enjoy them. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. First up, a little bit of sad news that needs to be reported. Now, uh, we all remember Uncle Leo. Do we not from Seinfeld? Jerry! Hello! Yes, well, uh, the actor who played Uncle Leo, Len Lesser, has passed away at 88 oh. years young. Uh, he died, uh, let's see, Wednesday in Burbank, California. He uh, died of pneumonia. Uh, he appeared in 15 Seinfeld episodes, beginning with the second season uh, in an episode titled The Pony Remark. In addition, he appeared in more than 50 films. I didn't realize that he was such like a you know, seasoned actor. He's appeared in films such as The Outlaw, Josie Wales, Kelly's Heroes, uh, Birdman of Alcatraz, and Death Hunt. He's also had um, television credits including Get Smart, That Girl, The Munsters, The Monkees, The Rockford Files, Bonanza, Kojak, 30-something ER, and um, a few Alfred Hitchcock presents. Wow. Yeah, so he That's, had a big career. He was also on Everybody Loves Raymond. And he was also on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. Who did he play on Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, he was like uh, one of the old guys at the dad's um, Elks Lodge. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Why in God's name would you ever watch that show? Yeah. It's a um, pertinent question here. It's one of those things when it's on and I have nothing to do and I'm just sitting there flipping through the channels and you stop on it for a minute. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's Uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Interesting. Rest in peace, Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo was awesome. Uncle Leo was awesome. I think my favorite, one of my favorite episodes with him is where he got caught stealing books from that bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old. Yeah, he thought he was old so he could get away with it. I like it when he loses his eyebrows and then... That's why I'm drawing on everything he's angry. Right. <laughs> why are you so angry? Like, <laughs> I like it when he fishes the watch out of the garbage. Yeah. The one that Jerry's parents gave Who would him? throw away a watch like a this? perfectly good watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In other news, I don't even waiting for this. Britney Spears is releasing a new single. Oh. Wait. No. What? I have this all cued. Uh-oh. It's been cued. It's been cued. It was pre-cued. Did they take it down? No, they... I had it all... Remember, I just buffered. tested it, like, two mm-hmm. seconds ago? Yeah. All right, well, anyway, she uh, has a new song out called Hold It Against Me, which is a bunch of <laughs> cliche pickup lines um, that supposedly is not getting rave reviews so far. So this is it. Hold it against me. I've, I've heard enough of this. I've heard enough. Are you sure you don't Please want to hear more cliche no, pickup really, lines? No, I really don't want to hear any more. 
this is there a video to it? Not yet. No, I really I think I'm I think I'm done with it. You can silence it, Greg. <laughs> this is a good mashup. Greg, this is my segment. You don't get to touch that. I've listened to so many horrible songs that you've played. Maybe I'll loop this underneath the rest of my... Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Britney Spears' new single, Hold It Against Me. In other news... I do still find her hot, though. Greg, this might be from your next-door neighbors. A man has been electrocuted for stealing copper wire to buy meth. A man <laughs> stealing copper wire. I was electrocuted this morning. Did he die? No, he didn't die. Then I can only hope it's my neighbors. <laughs> Wait, I thought you would. I don't understand. Oh. I do want to see whatever video she comes up with this, for this, though. What is this? This is terrible. Okay, I can't even do that anymore. Is this, like, is it getting a lot of play? No, not yet. Okay. Only right here. (laughs) (laughs) On funemploymentradio.com. Well, it hasn't been released yet. This is a leaked track. Oh, so. Yes. So we can expect more gold from Britney Spears' train. From things leaking out of her. Oh, never mind. He did die. Just kidding. Oh, okay. All right, so they found (laughs) a man stealing copper wire for math was a math for math. For math, was electrocuted this morning near a 24,000-volt transformer. And yes, they found the body of Jeff Reynolds, 31, on top of a roof. The man who police say was in a... Uh, see, a man who police say was in a waiting getaway car saw a blue flash on the roof. Oh. Reynolds had been attempting to take copper wiring from a transformer. The theft of copper wire and other metal has become widespread due to high prices for the commodities. Detectives are conducting a death investigation, even though it seems pretty cut and dry. Yeah, actually... Uh I witnessed my neighbors doing something like that just the other day. They um, they had a, uh, I don't know where they got it, but a big flatbed truck backed up into their um, little compound area. And uh, they were just out there like ripping away at wires off of some big metal contraption. What? Wow. Yeah. Were they like so- like cutting them down or anything? Uh, no, I mean it was uh, the the flatbed truck. Yeah, was full of like some big metal, like it kind just of equipment. Like, yeah, I have no oh. idea what it was. Just like a bunch of scrap metal equipment, something, and they're just ripping it apart like with their bare hands, and then beating it with like metal rods. Wow. Oh my god! Yeah, was this your in neighbor- broad daylight. Yeah. Oh yeah. And your, his neighbors <laughs> are terrifying too. Yeah. Well, the, what, the most of them, the really bad one, I don't know. It was hard to tell because I'm a, I'm afraid that it might have been him that was back there. <gasps> Do you think he's out of jail? I don't know. Oh. I hope not. But because the other guy, he's just kind of a bumbling idiot. But he's not. He's not like scary. No, nah, no, he's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just like a big giant. <laughs> he's just a lunk. <laughs> yeah, he's just a big giant IQ of sixty dude that just kind of waddles oh, around. Oh, but the bad one might be back. The bad one has a bit of a temper. Oh, that's scary. He's scared of me, though. I mean, he doesn't come... They know not to crazy mess with me. Crazy sense is crazy. Oh, they know not to mess with me, and I have made it abundantly clear that 
if they step one foot on my property that yeah it's not going to be good for them mm-hmm. um but uh i hope it's not him i hope he's not back oh well unfortunately he's not the dead one on the roof greg <laughs> i mean what <laughs> look away <laughs> it was from a transformer it said yes from a um let me go back up here a 24000 volt transformer yeah, that, and those are where, like, those are the, you know, the big boxes on a telephone pole and stuff, and then there's all the big ones on roofs, mm-hmm. and that's, like, where all the electricity is funneled through. So that's, like, the thing you don't want to fucking touch, because it will instantly kill you. <laughs> like it did uh, Jeff Reynolds. Well, there we go. There we go. In other news, a drunk guy shows up at a jail trying to impersonate a lawyer to get his friend out. It is not advisable to show up at a jail impersonating a lawyer, no matter how desperate you are to talk to an inmate. However, if you're going to bravely march into law enforcement as someone else, it's best to have your facilities about you to avoid anything that might draw suspicion to your fake identity. So um, this guy showed up completely intoxicated, <laughs> and he tried to get his friend out of jail, claiming to be his lawyer. <laughs> um, when the guards asked for ID, uh, this guy Gear handed over a business card of some random attorney that he said after he had admitted he wasn't an attorney that he had met at a bar a couple nights earlier. <laughs> <laughs> then he then told the police officers that he was uh, intoxicated and they quickly took him into custody for disorderly conduct and obstructing <laughs> official bi- business. No word on if he became cellmates with the inmate he wished to speak to. I'm sorry, I'm just a little drunk. I'm just, <laughs> just trying to get my friend out of jail. <laughs> Asshole. All right. And here's another one. There are two of these stories. So here's another one. In Sweden, this is in a place called Malmo, Sweden, headline reads, A drunk driver comes to pick up a drunk driver. Police (laughs) in Sweden say a man who drove to the police station to pick up his friend who was arrested for drunk driving was also arrested for drunk driving. Police say the 28-year-old man was charged with aggravated drunk driving, uh, and he drove to the police station late at night to pick up his friend who was arrested earlier in the day on a drunk driving charge, and a guard inside the facility suspected that the (laughs) guy who was picking him up had also been drinking. The guard alerted a nearby police officer who administered a breathalyzer and determined that the man's blood alcohol content was well over the legal limit for driving. Police said that the man who had driven, the man drove the same car that his friend had been driving when he had been arrested at the time of his arrest. Wow. That's incredible. Where, where did this happen again? This one was in uh, Sweden. Okay. Sweden. This is the worst story that you're going to hear today. Oh. Okay. It's short, though. All right. This is in Ireland. A gang attacked a man in Ireland early oh. this morning and forced him to eat his own ear. What? A gang attacked a man in Ireland early this morning and forced him to eat his own ear. The man, 21 years old, is recovering in a hospital. The attack occurred in Newbridge, Ireland. Police say the gang dragged the man and beat him up, and then they cut off part of his ear and forced him to eat it. And in other news... Okay. Let me find my video. I have an accompanying video, Mr. Nibbler. Oh. All right. So there's this thing, this annual thing, this is my final story, because I like this because it is the creepiest fucking thing I've heard in a while. Um, So there's this thing called a toy fair every year where, you know, like companies will go and, you know, show like their newest toys and their latest inventions. Mm -hmm. And there's this new toy that's been invented by Mattel, and it's called Little Mommy. And so Little Mommy 
is uh, designed uh, for nurturing play so that girls can be uh, more realistically, little girls can more realistically experience the milestones of mommyhood, even though this toy is conditioned for kids who are like five to ten years old. Oh. Yes, little mommy uh, hugs and kisses and talks and coos. She also tells you when she has to pee, she asks to be kissed. Her mouth grows green, uh, glows green. Excuse me. And uh, this is what she sounds like. And a creepy woman who's uh, talking to her as well. Sounds. Wow. Hi, sweetheart. I love you. Hi. Oh, Pumpkin, I love you too. Hi, so she can recognize when her mouth is on my cheek, she can give me kisses. Oh, that was so sweet. And now her feet are ticklers. Tickle, 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 there's that giggly humor. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, also, so uh, um, if you want to scar your children, give them a little mommy, won't you please? I'm scarred. I want somebody to take one of those things and like reprogram it to say just fucked up shit. Wasn't there, remember when uh, Tickle Me Elmo came out and somebody did that to some oh, yeah. like, like Satan? Yeah. James? Yeah. <laughs> Satan is my friend? <laughs> Little mommy. Yeah. That's what I've got. Sorry about the ear thing. Yeah. I didn't realize that would go over so poorly. <laughs> What's your world of crazy? It's going to be, do you have uh, any nerd facts today? Well, you have I more have than, some... what is that huge stack of papers that you have? Uh, this is all information on um, artificial intelligence. Okay. But I also have something that's horribly unintelligent and what disgusting. What is it? And well, you guys were talking about the most embarrassing things you'd written when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. And, um, My tortured 17-year-old teen angst poems. Yeah. And nobody understands me, and I have chipped nail polish. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I figured I could trump everyone. With That's impossible. No. This is like I. I was did just, you find a po- Did you find a poem? Yeah, I looked on my. I, I looked on my external hard drive that I had of my old computer stuff and. And I was able to find this poem that I wrote for this girl that I had this huge crush on. Really? Oh, my God. How old were you when you wrote this? I was 19. And it's an actual poem that you wrote about this girl, and you gave this poem to the girl. uh, Did you give it to her? It's so... Did you give it to her, Kenny? Yeah. I gave it to her with, like, a frame, a bunch of framed pictures. Like, (sighs) this girl and I had been, like, hanging out for several months, and we were totally in the friend zone, and it it'd be pretty clear that she wasn't interested in me in any other way than friendship. Oh, no, and you tried to force the issue? or Yeah, and I took my the... cues from some shitty fucking romance movie and was like, I'll write a poem. <gasps> and, like, I was just going to fucking print this and, like, give it to you guys, but I was like, I couldn't help myself, and I read it, and I almost, like, I was sitting at my computer, and I was so embarrassed that I almost just threw up in my bedroom. Well, because you can remember the pain that you feel like... Well, that, associated with that, and it's just the worst poetry. It's 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 insulting <laughs> it to poets worldwide. Oh, it fucking rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to read it? I can't read it. I can't I'll even look at it. it. Yeah. I'll read it. One of you All guys right. has to read it. Can I read it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I don't know really? why I'm doing this. this is oh a, my god. I guess uh, I can just assume that it didn't work. 
Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no! Was no. your friendship over after that? Pretty much, yeah. It was pretty much over. And I haven't. I I saw her at a bar one time, like a few years oh, later, no. and we just kind of like awkwardly, "Hey, how's it going?" Like, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's so weird awkward. Destruction of a relationship. Oh. Yeah, and so I'm just gonna say, fuck everyone out there who thinks that their poetry is embarrassing because this is the like i i'm gonna have a hard time sitting here listening to you reading this honest honest to god i i won't even be able to look you in the eyes it's so fucking horrible oh all right the, okay well, maybe if i put some like music in the background yeah i need some yeah. Do you have like some romantic music or something i don't know whatever you think would be yeah i almost object to this because this is me and my current girlfriend's song well then you this can remind you about what you have now and how you didn't need this girl <laughs> yeah this girl wasn't worth your time. Look how but much better you are now. she wasn't as hot as your girlfriend now. These are all true statements. She was really hot, though, to my credit. Kenny, give me the paper. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm not going to pre-read it. Okay. The title is... This is why she's my Aaron V. Aaron V, and I'm like, that's a V dot, like an abbreviation for her last name. Okay. It's actually her middle name. Oh. Call it true love or call it just friendship. One thing's for certain, I can't seem to end it. So when it all comes down to it, I have to agree. She's so sweet and amazing. She's my Aaron V. You have any vomit sounds? <laughs> I know that I love her. She's my best friend. I smile when she's near me, and it's not pretend. If I could see her now, I'd feel so free. She's so gorgeous and gifted. She's my Aaron V. I'm not quite sure, but I think I want to kiss her. Only I don't know if it'd be like kissing my sister. It is no matter... For she will always be my lovely and talented Aaron V. You know what? That actually that was a that was a no, it's very not done nice. Yet. Oh no. oh fuck! Oh. I thought it was over. <laughs> She's the gr- I had to compose myself. She's the greatest girl. There's no comparing. Plus, she has these great brown eyes, and I can't stop staring. There's not a day that passes. When I don't wish I could see my one, my only, my Aaron V. I must tell you now I'm ruined for all other girls. They may have a great smile, but they can't give me the world. No matter how hard they try, they can't possibly be as kind and as beautiful as my Aaron V. You know, <laughs> you guys can never fucking give no. me shit. Ever. I will find my. That, I'm gonna find my. No, po- no. you. <laughs> the the one line, the one line that was the most was kissing, like kissing my sister. Yeah. That that one was the one. <laughs> and so you. Fr- that was the one where I was like, oh no. That's where it got a little creepy. Yeah, that. <laughs> I actually had to for the listeners breaking down the uh, fourth wall here. I had to fucking take my headphones off because I couldn't listen to that amplified with music because it was so <laughs> revolting. <laughs> Did you really frame this? Oh, yeah. I fucking framed it with pictures around it. 
put it in a big box, wrapped it up, gave it to her on her birthday. <laughs> and I think and it, and <laughs> she I think she sensed that like it was fucking weird because she w- didn't open it in front of me like I didn't ask her to or anything I just gave it to her and she was like okay cool thank you and just like went to dinner you looked at her a little too long <laughs> I guess yeah. didn't help that my blood was all over it <laughs> yeah. so yeah if you think uh, your past is embarrassing that I think I, I think I got you beat. If anyone out there can beat me on that, I'll give you $20. You shouldn't make that statement. I will. $20. <laughs> I don't think anyone can beat that. I don't think I don't anyone think so, can beat yeah. that anyway, yeah. If you think you can, um, I could, but, uh, so send it in. So I, mine could, is pretty, pretty fucking embarrassing, though, because I can't even talk about it. It's right. so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. So does it have to be about unrequited love, or can it be about, you know, like... So so self-involved, I, completely unlike how I am well, now. Right, but um, yeah, yeah I don't care as long as it's fucking real because somebody could make up something way more embarrassing than that. But that I actually wrote and put thought and time into. <laughs> and tried to give to a girl. What were the pictures that you framed of like her and I? And oh shit. my god! Oh, wow, just what was her reaction when she got it? I didn't see her face. We never spoke about it. Not once. Oh, afterwards. you just dropped it off and then just never talked to her again? Never. N- well, I mean, I saw her like a few times, but I never like asked her about it or anything, you know. Oh, so so you but, gave oh, it I to did. her. I remember just now I wrote her this like big, long fucking letter afterwards, like if, as if this wasn't enough to explain how fucking weird and crazy I was about <laughs> her. I wrote her this big, long letter explaining like how I felt about her. And then she wrote me back and was like, you know, I, that's really great. And thank you and everything. But I just don't feel that way about you. You're a nice guy. Or no, actually, she said, oh, I just don't want to be in a relationship right now. And then I found out like a month later she had a boyfriend and shit. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ah, teenage love. Jesus. Wow. Well, Kenny. I'll play us out, Greg. Okay. It's crazy. That was almost I think it's, 10 years ago now. I think it's... Well, Kenny, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. You're really, welcome. Really, thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Are we going out with this? Yes. <laughs> oh, can right. I just say uh, one thing about uh, the Watson computer you guys were talking about? Oh, he was, his yes. blood was boiling. Yeah. Well, what's, what's the deal? This is the Jeopardy computer? Yes. And like you were, kind of cor- you were correct in, in uh, assuming that computer, computers are, are superior to humans, which was good of you. Uh, that uh, get, gets you some nerd respect. However, it's not quite true. Um, Computers don't have the same like analytical ability as people to understand like symbolism and art. like a computer couldn't m- make a painting and give symbolism to it and, and explain. What like, about Photoshop? But it couldn't like lay in the Microsoft nuances paint. and stuff and express that kind of emotion. Like if you were to ask a computer to explain uh, the emotion, happiness, like and how it affects them and things like that, like, a computer couldn't do that. And Jeopardy is particularly challenging because the. Can you please do it in your voice. Jeopardy is particularly challenging because the questions are actually the answers, and you have to answer in the form of a question. And there's a lot of symbolism, and, uh, and there's the metaphor, and these are things that computers have a particularly hard time understanding. So this is a large leap in um, artificial intelligence, and we're one step closer to the singularity, guys. If you're not sure what the singularity is, that's what computers... Know what it is. Greg knows what it is? Good job, Greg. <laughs> So yeah, we're one step closer to that. Basically, it's Skynet, and we're all going to die. Cheers. So yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that. It is a big deal. You guys are wrong. It's pretty awesome. Thank you, Kenny B. (laughs) (laughs) 
Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Oh, I forgot we're going to... Uh, Name the show. Yeah. Oh, and there's are a bunch of comments already on whether or not I should wear the hat, but I think What's we should talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Um, I don't even want to say, okay. although one comment. Well, Kel- no, Kelsey's blazers beanie, no shirt. That's not. One, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, cornrows. Cornrows. Bob writes. I know what Paula would want you to do. Yeah, I know what Paula wants me to do too. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But, so the name of our new show. Yes. On Trailblazers.tv. <laughs> premiering tomorrow at 4 p.m. Uh, right there at that website. You can watch live. You can interact live. We'll be down at the Spirit of 77 Bar, which is located at 500 Northeast MLK. 500 Northeast MLK. We'll be there from 4 to 5. 4 to 5. Come down. Uh, watch us do this thing live and, and see what happens. Watch. <laughs> see what happens. We're going live. Experience it in person. Fuck it. For the... Yeah. <laughs> for the inaugural episode of Sportlandia. <laughs> oh, wow. Sportlandia. Sportlandia. Dude, that is the name of the show. That's fucking brilliant. Did Isn't you that guys, brilliant? Did you guys come up with that? No, it was, a, it was the Trailblazers. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was the Trailblazers. Good on them. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. I know. <laughs> yes, it is. I was impressed. Yeah. yeah. That's genius, too. Oh, and Spirit of 77 is an awesome bar, by the way. I've been there. Are you going to come and hang out with us, Kenny? I am. I'll be there. <gasps> cool. Yay! Yeah. All right. The whole gang's going to be there. Hail, hail. Yeah, and uh, Rick Emerson's going to be stopping by as well. Yeah. So come down. Spirit of 77 tomorrow. Just, it's just, let's just put as much pressure on us as possible. Exactly. Like, the more people we invite, I'm like, why do you keep inviting people, Sarah? I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, stop inviting people. Well, it'd be, it'll be nice, though, to have some fun employment radio people there, some friendly faces. And have, yeah, have some, like, friends. Mm-hmm. That'll be nice. <laughs> and, and if you can't be there, log on to the chat. Uh, to the chat box. And yeah, you can uh, watch us. it from your phone. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, you can yeah. watch it via Android or iPhone. You can just click on it. Don't need to download anything, and it'll just start instantly streaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it would be Sportlandia. Uh, Sportlandia <laughs> premiering tomorrow at Trailblazers TV. <laughs> All right, now let's go plan out what we're going to do tomorrow. Okay, okay, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, Big Jim on the show tomorrow, and Cody, Austin, Cody, Cody, Austin. We you're love awesome. you. You're awesome. And Seamus, I love you too.